0: The first key we spoke about is men. We said men are a key. Before you can enter through any door, the Lord will use the key of men and grant you access. Um, There are people the Lord has graced with certain giftings and virtue. There are people that you will need at every level of your life we spoke about jesus's birth how prophet isaiah had to declare and prophesy that jesus is about to be born and then we spoke about simeon and anna who stayed and prayed and tarried so the, 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 the prophecy materialized and then we spoke about john the baptist who baptized him and the Bible says the, the moment he immersed him into water heavens opened and, and and he received a validation from heaven concerning his real identity for all to hear and that came by by what John the Baptist did for him and after that we spoke about Joseph of Arimatias and how um After he died, they needed a a wealthy man to go negotiate for his body. And this was the man that God used. And, And so throughout the life of Jesus, even the Son of God walking on the face of the earth, he needed men that would grant him access to be able to move from one level to the other. And I pray that the men that you require are coming in the name of Jesus Christ. The people you require are being aligned in position for your sake in the name of Jesus. Number two, we spoke about consistency. We said consistency breaks resistance. We said that when, 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 when you are consistent at a thing, it has no option but to budge and, and give you leeway. Many of us give up too early. Many of us stop too early. We start a journey but somewhere along the line, we just give up and throw our hands in, in, in despair. But if we can remain consistent, we would get access to these doors. Number three, we spoke about the key of sacrifice. I told you um, last week that everything of value is costly. I told you that everything of value is costly. Everything that has value in it is costly. I give you an example of how if I told you to bring um, leaves to church, as everybody bring 10 leaves, it's easy to obtain 10 leaves. And so people will even bring me 20 or 30 or 40 because it, it does not have um a lot of value in it it is easily accessible you can you can get it but if i told you to bring me a bar of gold we would have a problem many of us haven't even seen some before yet alone touch it and carry it and bring it to church so things of value are costly to obtain and i said that marriages that are good are, are costly to obtain careers that are good are costly to obtain if you see somebody doing well you have to understand that they have sacrificed something to get where they are hallelujah Whilst you are sleeping, somebody is learning. You write an exam and they will do better than you. Whilst you are sleeping, somebody is reading. They are acquiring knowledge that is shaping their lives. Whilst you are sleeping, somebody is praying. Somebody is sacrificing their sleep in order to obtain something. That opens the door for them. And so the third key is sacrifice. Somebody says sacrifice. Ask your neighbor, what are you willing to sacrifice? Amen. Now, number four, which is one of the most important keys for me, is the key of Anna. Say, Anna. H O N O R or H O N O U um, R Anna 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 the key of Anna the key of Anna it is to honor somebody is to hold them in high esteem is to have due regard and great respect for their person hallelujah is to respect who they are and esteem them above all else anna it is sad that a lot of a lot of us in this generation don't really know how to honor people we don't understand the principle of honor when we see somebody doing well we quickly move to the default setting of all the wrong routes they could have possibly used to get to where they are. If you see a person's marriage doing well, we look at them as ah, look at them. It's likely they are even faking it. If you see somebody as a CEO of a company, hmm, these people who are stealing our money. If you see a woman who has done well, has been elevated to a realm of influence, hmm, she probably slept her way to the top. We dishonor people. We don't have regard and respect for people. What we should be learning from the people we honor, we don't get to learn because we are proud. We see a person doing well. Our pride cannot allow us to learn from them and to honor the grace that is vested in their lives. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There are people who carry graces. Are, look, there are things that carry graces that if you honor, the grace invested in them becomes available to you as well now assuming um um, is your best friend that you honor and esteem now on the night that they announced that he had won the election how would you feel you start jumping you start screaming till you lose your voice everything you start you let everybody know that yes we have come and it is not so much that you won the election because the ec didn't even mention your name but simply because of the honor you give to the man and the regard you have for him and the fact that you have worn his heart through the honor, you know that by his rising, you are rising. And that is where your excitement comes from, that by his lifting, you are lifting. Many of us in this, we don't know how to honor people. We, don't, we think that because we can speak English too, we'll dishonor everything. We think that because we do, we, we understand some things, a few things, we will dishonor everything. When, when sometimes uh, some young preachers will listen to fathers of the faith who have fought certain battles and have, um, have, have done many things in times past and are still doing them are waging the war many of whom even when they started preaching a lot of these young people were not even born yet many of them they've done mighty things for the Lord and are still doing them just because a certain young person thinks that he has gotten one or two revelations in scripture when he meets some of these fathers and they are preaching a simple John 3 16 scripture I look at them "Ah, he doesn't have revelation he doesn't have revelation we dishonor everything he he doesn't have revelation He's not deep. Hey. When we, are, we ought to humble ourselves and connect to that grace upon them that has brought the lifting. You with all your revelations, where are you? With all your revelations, where are you? Many of you, because of a defect or a problem with our bosses at, at work, we can't have regard and honor for them. That this man, I even know more than him. I'm even more intelligent than him or her. I'm the one doing all the job and he's taking my praises. And this is the one who controls your salary. You see somebody who in his 30s has built a business or conglomerates and they're all succeeding. And they're all doing well. When all you can do is just honor the grace that caused them to walk in that dimension, we will quickly look for all the faults and all the wrongs on their lives. When you yourself do, you are not perfect. I feel like preaching and teaching this morning. The last key, the last key I want to talk about is the key of honor. It opens doors. It brings elevation. Let me start from here. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. Let me start from that and work our way. Ephesians chapter 6. If you don't know this scripture, I have to re-baptize you. Can we read it together? Ready, go. Mm-hmm. Stop there. Children, do what to your parents. Why? The answer is that why stop children obey your parents in the lord why because it is right that's all that is the reason now right is the same word is the word the root word of righteousness so when it says for this is right in other words when a man is righteous he obeys his parents in the lord caveat just just so that you know but it says why because it is right verse two can we read that together go Okay. Why? Next, go ahead. Why? Okay. Are we on the same page? Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Why? Because it is right. Now, honor your father and mother. Why? Because if you do, it will be well with you and you will live long on the earth. In other words, simply by honoring even your own father and your own mother, you open yourself up for longevity in this earth. You open yourself up to do well in life. People will go to school and because your father didn't go to school or is not as educated as you, we begin to dishonor them. The sad part is that somehow we would honor our spiritual fathers and dishonor our physical fathers or biological fathers many of you you have worked the whole year one person of your money hasn't gone to your father before but when they call you now and they say daddy is dead the way you come and do show the coffin you go and buy but it says honor them that it will be well with you and that your days may be long on the earth. This is a principle of honor. But if you go up, it even tells you this is the first commandment with promise. The first commandment that comes with promise is the commandment that has to do with honor. So if a man wants to walk into a door, wants access to a door of long life, the key is in honoring the father and the mother. It's not in eating good food. <laughs> it's not an exercise. Thing. I've seen people die whilst exercising. Yeah, they are exercising and they die. I've seen people choke on food and they die. The key to long life, the key to entering that door, is an Anna. Anna. Tap somebody. Say Anna. Anna. Hallelujah. It is important, and I need to understand it. The other day, I gave a word. I had given a word to Pastor Riaf. And I told him this was going to happen at work, X, Y, Z. There's this this promotion, this lifting is coming. And then he gets, uh, he goes for the interview. They send him a mail that you are successful. And now he's been waiting for over two months for the letter to come for him to start his new role. Two months when he has already received a mail, so you are successful. So you hear from us. We we're having a prayer meeting here one day. He got up from his seat and said to lie on the pulpit and engage God. The moment I saw that God told me that this thing he has done, this is why he did it, and because he has done this, the letter is coming. So after church, I called him and said, You know what? I know why you went to lie there and he said why I said because you are, you are asking God why has this letter delayed and he started laughing he said you, 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 you you I said God said because of that one it is done the very next day the very next day the letter was released the very next day he uned the oil he, see, he approached the pulpit like somebody who believed that there is a grace here And that by by being connected to it, he's receiving the answer he's looking for. As I'm preaching now, there are people who are seated here just by listening to what I am saying. The Lord is granting you a certain access. Not so much because of what you have done, but simply because you are honoring the words that are coming and God will honor you in turn. When you are a student and you are in class and you are in JSS, for example, and they are teaching you RME. Do they still do that thing? RME. They are teaching you RME. What is RME? What am I going to do with RME? Understand that the people you see as doctors are products of the same RME. The people you see as engineers pass through that same system. So the man that you are seeing teaching the RME now, many people have used him as a ladder to become doctors and engineers in different places. And so, even though you think that what he's saying is meaningless to you and useless for where you are going, if you honor what he's saying and apply yourself to do what he's saying and you do well, you can become what others have become by honoring him as well. Hallelujah. Someone say, "May I don't like mass. So when the mass teacher comes, they leave. No, their bodies are there, but their minds have gone. As the man is entering, they are leaving. As the mass teacher, woman, is entering, they are also leaving. They cannot bring themselves to honor. It it is not so much the person of the man. It is that God, it is that he has been raised in a certain position to communicate a certain information to you that if you pick it and you walk with it, it can change your life. Amen. The principle of honor. We must learn to honor people. The sad part is, sometimes the most most, uh, difficult people to honor our family members let me show you something let me show you something let me show you something Read. we are going to do these two scriptures let's start from Genesis 9 Genesis nine twenty one. Oh glory to Jesus and then you do numbers 12 from 1 to 16 but let's do Genesis 9 21 to 26 uh, 27 first right can we look on the on the on the on the screen together? And he drank of the wine and was drunken, and he was uncovered. In other words, naked within his tent. This is Noah we are talking about. Noah drank, and he became naked. Now twenty-two. And Ham, who, Ham, who, Ham, the father of who, Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father, and told his two brethren without. In other words. Ham enters the tent, sees his father's nakedness, comes out to discuss the nakedness of his father with his two brothers, Shem and Japheth. Okay. Now, and Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on their shoulders. Two of you come. Two of you come. One stand here, one stand here, and face this way. Okay. Now, they place it on their shoulders. Um, Where's where our cloth? The cloth we used to... Uh, bring me one cloth, please. Place it on their shoulders and they went backward and covered the nakedness of their father, and their faces were backward, and they saw not their father's nakedness. Let's demonstrate this quickly. Let's assume that this fan is Noah. Okay. Put it on your shoulder. Look forward. Both of you stretch it, put it on your shoulder like that. And then you move backwards. And then you go and put it on the fan. But never look at the fan in the whole process. Hallelujah. Cover the fan. Fantastic. This is a demonstration of what Shem and Japheth did. The, the man, um, Ham, comes to tell you, Oga, your father, wabu, wabu. that man, he's drunk, he's, he's naked, he's in the tent, go and see him now. So what? They decided to pick the cloth, went backwards, and then they covered him. Are we on the same page so far? Okay, what does it say next? And Noah awoke from his wine and he talked to me. And he, what his younger son had done, how did he know? How did he know? Because there was no discussion. There was no conversation. But understand that Noah was not a mere man. A man who has the ability to build an ark and all animals respond to the building of, of the ark and lead themselves into it cannot be a mere man. Are you hearing what I'm saying? A man that builds an ark and after it is done, as God directs, animals from wherever start coming, gravitating towards it in pairs or in their servants and they enter into the ark. He cannot be a mere man. The Bible says he woke up and he knew. Instantly He knew. Then he says what? And he said, "Cast be Canaan. A servant of servants shall he be unto whom his brethren. Canaan is who Ham, because Ham is the father of Canaan. Is it not therefore interesting that several years later, God is telling the people of Israel that I have given you the land of Canaan. It's your promised land. I always tell you that Canaan was not uninhabited. In other words, people—it wasn't as if nobody was there. People were already there, and the people who were there were the descendants of Ham. And yet, God is telling the people of Israel that I have given you this. Why? Because Noah previously had declared that as for Canaan, he will be a servant to his brethren. Hallelujah. 20, Twenty-six. Now this is it. He says. Cursed are you, and you'll be a servant of servants. Do you know what it means? This is what it means. Suffer. Assuming you are a servant. Yeah. Assuming you are my servant. I am Shem. You are my servant. Let's assume that this one is Ham. The Bible says Ham is a servant of servants. So you are my servant but he is your servant. You have been downgraded. You have been degraded from brethren to not even a servant, but a servant of the servant. Hmm. Blessed be the Lord God of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. Now, if you read Matthew, and the genealogy account is being given, you will know that Jesus Christ came through the root of Shem. Are we on the same page? It says blessed. The moment he was blessed, the whole of heaven responded. Everything came to affirm that Shem is blessed. And so Jesus had to be born through Shem, not Ham. Why? Because Ham is already cursed. Let me finish it. God shall enlarge Japheth and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. Now Japheth, you will be connected to Shem. You will dwell with Shem. And for both of you, Canaan will be your servant. What did he do? He dishonored his father. Simply dishonoring his father. See, see, see how he ended up. See how he ended up. Now, one of the descendants of, of Ham is also the Cushites. Somebody say the Cushites. Come on, shout to the Cushites. The people from Cush. Let's read the scripture. Let's read the scripture. Numbers 12, 1 to 16. As, as they prepare to project it, watch it. So so this, the father was drunk. Oh. That's what I want you to He was drunk. Master, are you supposed to be drunk like that? That you lose consciousness of self? Is that your, Are you supposed to be drunk? For somebody who is a responsible father, are you supposed to be drunk like that? No. Huh? But it is not your place, Ham, that because of the... Of the what you consider to be a mistake of the father, that you expose the nakedness of the father. It is dishonor, and the Lord will deal with you. Many of us have dishonored father figures in our lives, and because of that, there are certain dimensions we won't encounter because we don't respect the law of honor. Amen. I, I know I'm teaching something this morning. Okay, numbers 12 and Miriam. Who is Miriam? Moses' sister. Now, now, remember that in Egypt, Miriam was there. Do you remember? When Moses was given birth, it was Miriam who went to engage the, the, the princess, Pharaoh's daughter. It was Miriam. So it was actually Miriam who facilitated the existence of his brother. Hallelujah. Now when God called Moses and added Aaron, Miriam was also a prophetess because she could hear from God. Are we on the same page? I need to give you this background so that you can understand that story properly. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married, for he had married an Ethiopian. The word Ethiopian also means the word Cush or Cushite. Amen. He had married the Cushite woman. The word Cushite or Ethiopian means the black woman. Are we on the same page? If you read scripture, um, you'll find Jeremiah talking about it and, and asking, can the woman, can, can the person of Kushite, or can the Kushite change their skin color? I'm sure if Jeremiah was in our generation today, you would know that the answer is yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. And they said, "Has the Lord indeed only spoken by Moses? This is Aaron, who God says, i making a priest to go with you. So Aaron is a priest. So the Bible talks about the oil from the head of Aaron through the beard down the skirt because he's anointed. Then it says Miriam is also a prophet. Then it says, and they are saying, is it only you who can hear from God? Now, Aaron is the big brother of Moses. Miriam is the big sister of Moses. And Miriam facilitated your existence. They say, is it only you God can talk to? Can't he also talk to us? Hasn't he been speaking to us also? Okay. And the Lord heard it. Ish. They were having a conversation with Moses and asking Moses questions and telling Moses, Mother, you are not the only one God can talk to. How dare you marry an Ethiopian woman? Who taught you that one? Are you the only one God can talk to? And the Bible says, once they were having that conversation, God heard it. There are conversations you have had the Lord had heard. Your conversations you have had the Lord has heard now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth in other words he was humble and, and that is the interesting thing because family members sometimes think that somebody is humble or meek or quiet they tend to disregard the oil and grace upon their lives hallelujah you see, a person can be your junior brother is fine, but the day an anointing comes upon them, if you fail to recognize beyond who they are and see the grace that they are carrying, you will miss it. If you just see them but we used to play together, you will miss it. Amen. That is why even in church, there are, such, there are many times somebody will enter church for the first time and begin to experience breakthroughs. Because for many people who are in church, they have become used to how church goes and they have be- they have begun to um not recognize the grace and anointing at work but when a new person comes they are in awe of the operations of god and they begin to catch the thing and walk in dimensions that are strange it is all a product of honor and the lord speaks suddenly unto moses and unto aaron and unto miriam he says come out ye three unto the tabernacle of the congregation and the three came out so watch So they were not lying that God speaks to them too. They are not lying. Because when God spoke, they heard. The three of them, God spoke to Moses, spoke to Aaron, and spoke to Miriam. They heard, and they all came out. Okay, And the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forward. So after calling the three, he called the two of them, and they're still here, and they come forward. Yes, God. And he said, Hear now, my words. If there be a prophet among you, I will, I the Lord, will make myself known unto him in vision and I will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not so, he who is faithful in all mine house, with him will I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently, and not in dark speeches. And the similitude of the Lord shall be shall he behold. Wherefore, then were ye not afraid to speak against my servant the man me I speak to face to face the man who sees the similitude of my persona Even though he has not seen my entire being, he has seen my stature. He has seen and encountered exactly. Is this not the same Moses who saw the glory of God and for days it was just imprinted on his face so much so that he didn't even want to lose it and so he covered his face with a veil. Is this not that same Moses that had an encounter with God at the burning bush? Where were you when I was speaking to him like that? That you have the audacity. Simply because. because you also carry an anointing to come and question my servant. Notice that God is not saying that what they were saying was not true. He was only saying that who gave you the authority. Just like in the days of Ham, he was not saying that, ah, master, it is wrong for you to drink. He didn't care. He just came to provide a consequence to their actions, ignoring what his servant had done because that's a problem between he and his servant. The principle of honor. Many times people in families cannot honor their own. I have seen pastors who are anointed for problems and the anointing is solving the problems but their wives have the same problem. The problem is not that, that the man is not anointed enough, the problem is that the wife is not seen beyond the person standing there, but until such a time that she will see beyond just the container and recognize that there is grace on this man, she will still be there and not reap of the fruit of that anointing. Many many husbands are dishonoring their wives, many wives dishonoring their husbands. I said it last week. What we will do for outsiders, we won't do for our own wives and husbands. Are we serious at all? Yeah. What we will do for our... People will call you and say, oh, I, I, I want credit. Now, mobile money, guess. Why are the, the credit? Your wife says, oh, I don't have credit. I have One our friend. One our friend. Dishonoring... So you remember, the Bible says, um, 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 the marriage bed is honorable. Honorable. It means it ought, it ought to be honored. If there's somebody in your family that you must tap from a grace on your life, tap them. Don't, don't allow this dishonor to keep you in the same place. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't allow this dishonor to keep you. Because you see, if you're looking for many things wrong with people, or if you're looking for perfect vessels, you'll find it doesn't exist if God wanted perfect vessels to carry out his bidding he might as well have done it himself but he decides to pick vessels and drop his spirit in them and use them as they are so if you are looking for problems, you will find let me give you one problem about Elisha Soful. didn't Elisha die and yet whilst he was dead his bones were raising the dead is that not a problem that if you are an inquisitive person, you must start asking questions. If it is true that the bones actually raised dead, why didn't those same bones keep themselves alive? Is it not a brilliant question to ask? It's a brilliant um, logical question to ask. But if you ask these questions without recognizing that, hey, this thing is raising dead, dead, will. let me go and bring this dead issue and lay it on the bones so much to receive, it, you will miss it. Because you are spending more time asking questions than seeking solutions. Anna. The principle of honor. There are many mentors I have for the past one year, I have not been able to go and visit them. Not because I don't have time. My wife knows. She knows that when I am going to, when I tell her I'm going to visit this mentor asamaba, because I won't go empty-handed. I am going well prepared to go and honor the grace of the on the person. And when I go and see there, I don't talk. I can sit there quietly for one hour and they are talking. They are doing all the talking. All I say is yes, no, okay, yes, no, maybe, okay, yes. That's all I say. One hour, they will talk, talk, and I have my notebook and my pen or my iPad ready, taking notes while they talk. They finish. I lay the seat at their feet, kneel down. They lift up prayers for me and I go my way. Eh? I have, you see, I have classmates of mine Pull to me and say, Hey, Joe, Charlie, how far? Charlie, 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 i see you, Joe. You didn't try. Hey. I didn't see, see what they do, they do. do well. You did do well. See you didn't go far. Out. And I'll laugh and respond and flow with them. But I know that there's nothing they are tapping from the grace. Because I told you last week that when 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 a man is anointed and he's moving in the grace of the anointing, he knows. So Jesus said, Virtue has left me. But, but, you know, you know. So I told you there are some prayers, men of God pray. They are praying so that you leave them alone. Oh, Father, let there be a release. Touch them in Jesus' name. God bless you. Nothing will happen. They know. And there are others where they pray from a well of the Spirit, they pray from a well of the anointing that deposit upon their life. Men are grazed with oils that solve problems. And if you honor it to release, if you honor, there will be a release. Isaac said, Master, people, um, go and look for me um, venison and uh, kill it and let me enjoy. You remember that scripture? And, and what, did, what, what did Jacob do? Jacob took one of his father's meats, prepared it, and brought it. And he ate. Now, the fact that Jacob had the opportunity to pick the father's meat means that the father already had meat. It wasn't that he was hungry. He knew he had meat and still said, go and kill for me venison, that I may bless you, that there may be a release. Because otherwise, whatever I tell you will be stories. I need you to provoke something so that there will be a release. Anna. Tap somebody, say, you need to. Anna graces and oils. I have, have some mentors. When you go to their churches, their members in their churches see them as ordinary people. they always have something bad to say about them. Not me, Because it is possible, I explained to you, it is possible for, for you to be bigger than your mentor. That does not mean that you are bigger than your mentor. Do you understand what I'm saying? Physically, people will see that you are bigger than your mentor, but spiritually, he is providing the oil that keeps you... F- a flame keeps you alive, keeps you burning. The principle of honor. Too many people, we, we dishonor people too much in the journey. Yeah. So, all these men of God who have come, all of them, all of them, they are taking people's money. I said, ah, but which. Which, which one of them has taken your money before? Tell me. Ah, oh, they can't take my money. So how do you know they are taking people's money? And strangely, those that somehow honor the oils and sow into anointings always will come back and keep sowing to their anointing. And the people who say, I'm too wise to sow or I'm too wise to honor, they will always be there looking for... It's not as if when they don't sow, they're able to save to become millionaires. of Anna I have so many scriptures Anna in marriage uh, the Bible says uh, the elders are worthy of double Anna elders double Anna the principle of Anna you see somebody who is a, a musician doing well singing has, has and you too are in the choir it's not that you are singing small small you hear them you hear those that the Lord is using recently I had one God is, is lifting up the person and he's doing well and somebody just comes from some junction and says he doesn't carry the Holy Spirit. I was shocked. I, I was shocked. I, I, I was very, very shocked. And then the, the one that he spoke about was interviewed and he said he has no, nothing to say because if, if he does not carry the Holy Spirit, it is God that will know. If he carries it, it is God that will know. I said, yes. This is the meekness of a man that carries oil. The guy is talking as if he has the registry of the Holy Ghost. See, if you, use, if you pick one man and you use his, his unique behaviors as a yardstick for measuring every other man you feel, sir so, see 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 ezekiel see the way he was and you look at jonah you think jonah is fake what do you think yeah one one thing you must be alive to as i am ending i want to end one thing you must be alive to when it comes to anna is having the discernment to not only anna those who have made it but those who are about to rise because if you can catch it and see, no, this person is about to rise and start honoring them as they rise, you rise too. There are many, I, I go to many places to preach, but in some of the places, my pastor will tell you, I tell them, look, in, in 10 years, these are the guys that the Lord is going to use all over Ghana. And, and, and therefore, I feel that this is the right time to connect to their rising. Yeah. And the other places I go, I say, oh no, I won't step here again. <laughs> I don't want to have anything to do with him. He's not going anywhere. Amen. So, one key is to know because as you are seated right now, there could be somebody seated by you in the next five years, the Lord is lifting them somewhere. Yeah. In the next, listen, you write it somewhere. In two years' time, many people will enter Grace Temple and they won't be able to recognize us. I I write it somewhere. In two years. In two years many people they will enter this auditorium. they can't recognize what has happened they'll be shocked at at what god is they'll be suppressed i, I knew them all. i i i used to visit them all. when they started i was i was there all. i used to sing i used to usher i used to be there all. but you see you will come now and like will sit at the back there somewhere because if everybody seated here is doing well people have their businesses people have ministries people have what what is it that you are coming to boast with (laughs) hallelujah the principle of honor don't be too proud though where where will it take you yeah these days, when a man enters somewhere and he said this is prophet uh, 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 when he entered they don't add his title Eesh. there are meetings I will go to and I want I want to, to sweep the place I want to clean am I not anointed I am don't miracles happen in our services they do don't I prophesy too I do but it does not matter in the face of some places there are some of my mentors, they don't even prophesy, but they are my mentors. It's none of your business. I know what I'm getting from them. And when I go for their meeting, I sit at the back and just listen. Even if they preach John 3.16, it is a revelation to me. It's none of your business. Because I honor the oil on their life. I honor the grace that they carry. Honor is important. The principle of honor. The way you talk, you have to start changing your mind. though. Yeah. The way you talk, you have to even change. You don't have the registry of who is who in the kingdom, yeah. Because of this Anna, people have missed their way. Do you know one of the reasons why um, Vasti lost her throne it was this Anna? That was the reason. They said they are calling you as Unka. They I call you, ah, but you don't, you know, I have better things. Who are you? But she has forgotten. Every day I call him, every day I call him and I'm coming. And you see when you call me, everybody's seeing me and then I'm coming like you're disgracing me in front of everybody, like I'm your robot. But you fail to recognize. See, there are many times you you, you stay so long in a position, you forget that there are things that cause you to stay in that position. When you are on a plane for maybe two, three hours, by the third hour thereof, you've even forgotten that like this thing is actually in the air somehow and because you have become so used to the environment that when it's taken off, you feel something jittery. When it starts ascending you, but at a certain level, everything becomes comfortable. It becomes normal to you. You have forgotten that this thing, Charlie, one small shaking and it will, it will show your smoothness level. It's the same thing. They're calling you said I won't come. And the elders came to the king and said, Master, this thing that your wife is doing, if you don't do something about it, she is at a certain position where everybody can learn what she's doing. And people will also begin to do the same things she's doing. She has forgotten that she's only queen because her king made her queen. And the day you dishonor the, the mantle of that king, you lose it. Somebody else takes it. I want you to lift up your voice. You want to pray that may God open your eyes to see and to recognize mantles and oils that you must honor. Please lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter, at Apostle Josiah Oben Jr.